This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well-being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello to all my friends. I've been thinking about performers this week and all the humans on the planet. If you're listening to this in real time, you are likely aware and you may even have been living through the terrible smoke in the air that's been hanging over much of our country. This seems to be a way that the planet is tilting, and this is not good news for the humans, certainly not for the actors. And particularly this week in the Broadway community, and I know elsewhere, some shows were canceled due to health concerns, due to the inability to breathe well, because obviously we use a lot more air. We theater folks, we project our voices even when we're miked, and that requires a lot of energy, and you can really feel it when the quality of what we're taking in is not enough to support what we need to energetically put out. Additionally, audience members have been struggling, certainly in New York, and I'm sure elsewhere, along with all of the good folks everywhere who have been looking up and seeing an orange sky and felt perhaps some fear, some foreboding, some, is this where we are now? Is this what we're doing? And not to get too political here, but I do encourage all of you, if you're not involved in some way, to consider what you can do as an actor, where you are now, who you can speak to, who you can lend an ear to, The Broadway Green Alliance does outstanding work, but there are organizations everywhere if you are inspired to take part. And certainly we can all model the behavior that we wish to see from others. We can stop wasting so much. We can start keeping an eye, a kind eye, on the planet because we want all the future generations to be able to tell stories to be able to live and love and celebrate. And they need clean air to do that. That's job one, really, no matter what our profession is. So this week, I want to think about your zone of genius. And don't think you don't have one. (laughs) You do. I promise you. Let's think about ways to shore up your self-confidence when it might need a boost. Most of us need it from time to time. Some may feel like you need it every day. We don't have to make things up. We don't have to think, well, I don't really have a zone of genius. Although thinking and believing great things about your future self is always a good idea. We can imagine next year I will be this. That's my zone of genius then. But I really would like you for the purposes of these minutes together this week to start with today. All you have achieved as of today. And let's do a little prep for the days when you don't feel great about your work or your prospects. I hope that's not now. But we know the cycle of work, opportunity, fortune is just that. Right? A cycle. That means ups and downs for sure. Round and rounds. 
And right now in the professional organizations, there are a number of union-led strikes and people are at bargaining tables working very hard on both sides, on all the sides, to carve out agreements to support us all in our work going forward. And this is a necessary part of the business side of what we do. But it doesn't make it easy to live through, does it, when you possibly are looking at auditions dwindling and thinking about projects not being written or people scrambling to produce things quickly, casting quickly. Maybe that will help you as they fear there'll be an actor strike. Anyway, we'll be following the news about what's happening with that, but I hope everyone is not freaking out that you're taking this as a necessary part of one of those cycles. So back to your zone of genius. Your zone of genius is what is impervious to the cycles. Your zone of genius is what you can always deliver. Maybe it's anything Sondheim wrote for Sopranos. Maybe it's Shakespeare. Maybe it's your physical charisma, your presence. Maybe it's your stamina, your ability to do westerns, riding a horse, your perfect pitch, your facial mobility, your clowning skills. What is that thing that you do? And it doesn't have to be tangible or intangible. What springs to your mind that people always say, boy, that is excellent. Accents, even of a particular region, perhaps your language skills, your athletic ability, your intuition, your interpretations of August Wilson or Carol Churchill or Susan Laurie Parks. You know, playwrights, you just get in your soul, your ability to disappear into your roles, your sense of the poetic your improv chops, your ability to cold read, your nerves of steel, your vulnerability, your martial arts acumen, the freedom you have in your body, your dance experience, your ability to interpret another's mood, your empathy. Think about what you do which represents your best. There are probably quite a few things you do wonderfully, but what sets you apart? Describe yourself to you. You on your best day, appropriately cast and supported in excellent production is wonderful, but that is not the norm. That is usually not our everyday. Who are you regardless? Regardless of circumstances. Regardless of rehearsal going well or not. Regardless of casting. Regardless, who are you? Regardless of all the things, the people, the misfortune we could blame if we were the blaming sort. What can no one take away from you? Because you are exceptional. You are. And it is good to know how to call that up when you aren't feeling it. I find it helpful to write a short list, or it could be a paragraph. It seems simple, but truly, you can just read it when you're feeling down, or tuck it in your script for when you need reminding, or tape it on the back side of a cabinet. I love to do that. You open it, and you see it, and it's, it's there. You don't have to look at it, but you know it's there. It's like, there's that support. When something is said, or something happens, and you have a thought that goes something like, this is not fair. They don't get me. 
I am more than this. I deserve more. Any thought that may cause you to feel diminished. Your zone of genius will be there regardless. And when you read it, or remember it is there, I know where to go find that. You may have it memorized. Your brain is much more likely to work on proving it, to think, I'm amazing. I level up every scene. This is where I am meant to be. This is what I do. Because we recall our brain wants to prove itself right. And we want to look more toward the positive, not faux positive, real positives. Because life circumstances, auditions, casting decisions, negotiations, strikes, cultural shifts and imbalances will keep on keeping on. We actors need to affirm our talent, affirm that we own a spot in this arena. We are tough. We are resilient. And we all have exceedingly good reasons to be here. Don't let the world make you feel small. Your zone of genius. Know where it lies. Another way to think of this. If your excellence were on a book jacket, what would it say? This is not an elevator pitch, but a bite-sized summary of your excellence. What is it you do with greatness? You're not selling yourself. You're not selling yourself. You're knowing yourself. This shouldn't feel like a lie. This should feel like absolute truth. If someone asks you, what do you do with excellence? Have your answer. No one will probably ask. (laughs) They'd rather tell you about what they do. But know your answer as if they would. And this is not about comparing your gifts, your talents, your skills, your fame, your resume with any others. That's what our primitive brain wants to do. Ooh, compare. This is me. This is them. This is what I have. This is what they have. This is you. This is you about you. What do you do that is great? Why are you great when you are? Were you born with it? Did you have to work for it? Did someone teach you this when you were little, didn't have a choice, but now you're great at that? It doesn't matter where it came from. It's what you do that is great. What do you do And feel that sense of achievement, that knowledge that this is me at my best. And if you have pause here, if you're not sure, just think for a moment, what were my best moments on stage, on set, in rehearsal? And when you know what they are, ask yourself, why? Why were they the best? Is it because you were so directable? Intuitive, inspired, prepared, all of the above. Why? And anything you can capture, my friends, you can decide right now. That is your zone of genius. Yours. And no comment, no casting, no review, no well-intentioned friend or family member can take this away from you. No diluted praise. We've all had that. As we grow in experience, also called aging, our zone of genius may well shift 
grow, expand. So don't think of this as a limiting growth. What if life is not a line, but a growing expansion? Our knowledge goes and grows far and wide and encompasses so much. Take it to a spiritual end, if you will, until we become one with the world, if that works with your worldview. This is not the same as focus, which is very valuable, but naturally smaller, naturally more precise. A zone is not a pinpoint. A zone is an area. And we can inhabit that space. So let's think of the space as a dance floor, whether you're a dancer or not. We can perform anywhere on it. We can fill it. We can let ourselves go on it because that is what we do. But there may be one moment where we lift up, we soar one step on that floor, our pirouette, our leap, our stillness, that can be our focus. But the floor, where we leave our sweat, our experience, our desires, our hunger, that is our zone of genius. Think about yours. Find yours. Remind yourself, I am excellent. I have moments of genius. I know you do. I know you do. All right, sending you all love. I hope everyone is safe has taken good care of themselves and those they love this difficult week for our planet. And I hope to talk to you again very soon.